Hi there, and welcome to Twist Out Cancer Anniversary Spotlights. I'm Stephen, and today I'll be chatting with artist Karen Hidalgo and her inspiration, Michael Holtz. We'll talk about their involvement with Twist Out Cancer, how they became participants in the Brushes with Cancer program, how their connection unfolded and developed, and what they continue carrying with them from their experience together. Michael, Karen, it's a, it's a pleasure to have each of you here. Um, starting with you, Michael, uh, could you just please uh, give us, you know, a little bit of an introduction, um, tell us who you are, uh, where you are, and how you uh, became connected to Twist Out Cancer. My name is Michael Holtz. I'm a 10-year rectal cancer survivor from Knoxville, Tennessee, and I learned about Twist Out Cancer actually from another cancer survivor friend of mine who was an inspiration for the Northeast, decided I'd check it out and applied to be an inspiration. And here we are. Same question, really. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, you know, and, and uh, your uh, work as an artist? So I got connected probably four years ago as an inspiration. I am a two-time cancer survivor and I was connected through being an inspiration. And I think I felt over the years that I wanted to give back. But instead of being an inspiration, I wanted to learn about someone and celebrate their story. So that's how I got connected to Michael. Yeah, well, that's that's really interesting. My next question is sort of what were you expecting when you came into this? Karen, I guess in your case, really, my question would be, you know, how, how was your experience uh, as an inspiration? And what about that compelled you to approach it from from the other side? I had a really great experience being an inspiration. I was kind of worried about it at first and I was nervous. But within, you know, within an hour of spending time with the man that I was partnered with, we became fast friends and it was a really awesome friendship. Um, he created something really special for me and it's kind of an experience that I won't forget. I was excited to be an artist. Same with Michael, like we met via online, but we're super easy to talk to and it's been a great experience thus far. So it's, you know, it's equally special and equally empowering to both be celebrated and to celebrate people that have experienced cancer. Michael, uh, what were your expectations coming into this? You know, I really didn't know what to expect at all. You know, even in kind of the initial conversations with the folks at Twist Out Cancer, once I met Karen virtually, I think we either met on Zoom or FaceTime the first time. I mean, when you can start laughing for like the first question, <laughs> you know, from the first conversation, I mean, we truly became very fast friends. She was very easy to share my story with. Uh, she's been on both sides of the equation in this case. And so it really has been a pleasure to work with Karen and share my story. I look forward to what she creates from the story I've, sh what I've shared with her. Can you hear what was it like getting to know each other? Um, you know, what did you learn about each other from this process? And, and how did that translate into making art? Karen's a teacher and she's extremely busy, which is, you know, part of teacher life. I actually work for an organization where we support teachers, um, particularly in STEM fields. Um, so I understand sort of the whole teacher vibe. We've sometimes had to work our conversations in to her planning period and that sort of thing. But that's part of what's been fun is I get to learn about what she's doing in her life and, you know, with her family. And then we talk about all of this weird stuff that's happened to me as a cancer patient and cancer survivor and kind of the advocacy work I do. It really has just been an, an amazing experience to use my story, which I've used in legislative advocacy circles and talking to other patients 
but to tell my story so that it becomes a piece of art is something I'm really looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to how do you translate all of this stuff of treatment and, you know, on a 10 year survivor now and have had all of this stuff happen, you know, how does that translate to a piece of art? And I'm honestly am stoked to see what she does. How would you describe working with Michael? From the first time Michael and I connected, he has like this infectious positivity. And I'm just really sarcastic and silly. And so is he. <laughs> and so it just feels like I knew him a long time before we started talking. I appreciated his patience. Um, I do have a crazy life. Like I'm a full-time teacher and I have three daughters who have like crazy busy lives. Mm -hmm. But every single time that, um, that Michael and I made space to meet, it was like so quickly I was grounded in the moment. And I think Michael's going to be very shocked by my art medium. I'm excited to share it with him. And I've enjoyed every single piece of his story. And yeah, it's been awesome. I love talking to him. He's such a interesting and passionate and fun. And there's so much material with which I could use to create something. I'm just hoping to the divine above that I'm able to like eloquently capture his story. His story has so many layers and there's so many directions that I could have gone because he's so interesting and interested and he's done so much good work in his life like since he experienced cancer. So I just hope that I can portray the awesomeness that is Michael in the what I create. You know, you said that every part of his story stuck out to you, that there were a lot of layers. Can you tell me a little bit more about like, yeah, what what really struck you uh, about Michael's story and, you know, maybe maybe what elements of his story or his personality we can expect to see in, in the finished product? A lot of people that have experienced cancer, you know, they, they experience it, they go on, they move beyond it. And that that is like a chapter of their life that many of them want to forget. But what really stuck out to me with Michael's life and journey is that he continues to be in a celebratory role of cancer and he moved beyond experiencing it to advocating for it. So it's in the piece that I'm doing, um, I'm really celebrating all the chapters that is who he is as an experiencing cancer, as a survivor of cancer, and as an advocate of cancer. So it's just kind of like all the layers that makes him him. Michael, I'd be curious to hear a little bit more about that. Can you tell us, you know, what the advocacy that Karen referenced and the other elements of your story? So I'm the um, state lead ambassador for Tennessee for the American Cancer Society Cancer Action Network, which is the legislative arm of the American Cancer Society. And so we work to make policy change at the federal, state, and local level that impacts cancer patients survivors and their families. So we talk about things like increasing federal funding for cancer research and closing a loophole in Medicare that, you know, if you were a Medicare recipient and you had a colonoscopy, if they found polyps and removed them, you would get a surprise bill. Even though they're preventing cancer, Medicare recipients would get charged because it, be, it moved from a diagnostic test to a procedure, right? So we eliminated that loophole, but work like that took 10 years to do. Policy change takes time and it means kind of being in the arena all the time. And, you know, that's one of the things that I've been really passionate about, but also, you know, from a patient support level, just sharing my story so that other people 
who are diagnosed with rectal cancer and colorectal cancer understand that there is life beyond your diagnosis. You know, I have a permanent colostomy bag. So, um, you know, for a lot of people, that can be an end of activity and sitting on the couch because you're afraid of smells and leaks. I'm not one of those people. I had a I had an ostomy nurse who said, this doesn't change who you are and you need to just keep living your life. And so I share that with, you know, patients as I meet them. I've written a book about my story and, you know, share that book as often as I can with people who are newly diagnosed so they, you know, can understand how I approached it and hopefully they can you know, use some of what I've learned to help them through their situation. Has this been your uh, sort of like your primary involvement with, with Twist Out Cancer or, or your first? Yeah, it's this has been my first. Um, you know, Karen mentioned being shocked at her medium. One of our, I wouldn't say it was a ground rule per se, but we talked early on about, you know, did I want to see, did I want to know what her medium is and, you know, all of that. And I Basically, as she said, I left it to the universe to just trust her to create whatever her medium, whatever her work, her area of work is, you know, trust her to use my story to create the best possible piece. And uh, because we are fast friends and sarcastic as heck and laugh a lot, I, you know, fully trust that, you know, it's going to be amazing. And I have no doubt that it will be. So you guys have, have, you know, shared all this and talked really in depth about your stories, but you must not have, have Googled her or anything, right? Like, you're... <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, um, I mean, I, you know, like I know where she works. I, you know, I know the school where she teaches. This will be a weird connection, but it was sort of like when I was diagnosed, I didn't go to Dr. Google because I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to know. I wanted to wait to hear it from my doctors first. I want to see it from Karen before I see what her medium is and what other kind of work she's done. Karen, I'm wondering if you, uh, as someone who has, uh, you know, pretty deep experience with uh, twist out cancer, could how would you describe the program overall and, and particularly Brushes with Cancer to, to people who may be considering uh, getting involved? And, you know, how would you say it has, you know, impacted and, and benefited you? I think one of the most special gifts in this crazy life of good and bad and ups and downs is connecting with other people. And in these kind of organic, serendipitous ways where it's like, oh my God, if I was in a room with this person, like I totally would have befriended them. I think that Brushes with Cancer is a platform to allow people to both express themselves and be heard. And so Brushes with Cancer really has a platform with which people can be celebrated and celebrate others. And where the cancer experience, you were able to create a wider narrative of what the cancer experience is. Like I said, two important aspects of being human are being heard and being able to celebrate and give back. How would you like to see the narrative widened? Uh, speaking from your experience, you know, as a, as a survivor uh, and as well as, as an artist here, why do you think it's important to widen the narrative? And then how, how would you like to see it uh, widened? When we are experiencing cancer, like when we get diagnosed into being treated and feeling like shit and just, you know, living cancer in the moment, mm -hmm. it's really like easy to be super self-absorbed and, oh my God, why me? And this is horrible. And I'm a cancer patient. And I feel like after that, we are reminded, hopefully, right? If it's, it's a gift, if we are, we're reminded that we have so many other titles. And so it's like, oh, yes, I was a cancer patient. Now I'm a cancer survivor, but I'm also a teacher. I'm also a mom. 
I'm also this and I'm also that. And when we widen our narrative, we are so much more than just the cancer diagnosis and the cancer experience. That's just one piece of who we are. And so that's why for me, it's important to widen the narrative and cancer patient, cancer survivor is just one piece of who I am. Michael, I mean, you already spoke about this a bit. Do you have a reaction to that? Or from your point of view, uh, is there a way that, that you hope to uh, sort of to widen the narrative? Yeah, you know, I think that for cancer patients, there we sort of get almost, for survivors anyway, we sort of almost get two titles. We're the cancer patient when we're in treatment. And then we're like this superhero because mm-hmm. we've survived. And I'm not Superman. I'm a guy who survived a disease that could have killed me. And it didn't, but I'm a writer, I'm a advocate, I'm a husband, I'm a friend. There's so much more to life than that. And yes, I learned a lot in my cancer journey that I hope I apply to the rest of my life, like the importance of gratitude and mindfulness and being surrounded by people who love you and will take care of you. But there's not this sort of dichotomy of I was a cancer patient and now I'm a hero, a superhero. I'm just a guy doing <laughs> doing his thing. How do you feel that you have, you know, learned or, or changed or, or grown from from your experience with brushes with cancer? And uh, what would you say to, to people who are considering applying? Oh my gosh! So if you, if you're either an artist or a potential inspiration, absolutely go ahead and apply to be part of the process. It's been um, really amazing. Again, I you know I feel like. In Karen, I have a friend that I will have for the rest of my life just because we get along so well. And yep. we we have all of the, you know, we both share the sarcasm gene and uh, <laughs> smart assery and all that stuff. Um, you know, in addition, you're just caring about what's going on in each other's lives to be connected to a community of like-minded people, other inspirations, other artists who really just want to put cancer in a different perspective than I think most people are used to seeing an amazing thing. And to be part of that for me is really exciting and enjoyable. I can't wait to see what Karen has created and I look forward to the reveal however and whenever it happens. It's it's going to be amazing. 